Hello. Good morning or good morning. Or whatever time of the day it is, if you're listening or Some, if you're watching. Somebody was saying to me the other day that they've only just realised that it's coffee moaning. They've always thought it was coffee morning. What? Yeah. And they said, well, where's coffee moaning come from? I said, it's always been coffee moaning. It started pandemic when we all loved, we wanted to moan and groan, didn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be quite boring if it was just coffee morning. I know, it? I was a bit concerned. We yeah. might have to put it in capitals. Oh, maybe we need to put moan really largely. Anyway, for those Bring of you... Bring out the capital letters. <laughs> so just as a quick heads up, for those of you who have been with us from the get-go and have been with us for a long time, you know we do this pretty much every day of the week, six days a week. It's the newspapers on a Saturday, not on a Sunday. Um, and uh, this, someone had the bright idea backstage to, why don't you plop it up as a podcast too? Because, you know, it might be nicer and more convenient for people to listen to us gibbering nonsense. Without having to actually without look at us. having to look at us. So, uh, mm. so that is the case now. So on Spotify and on po Apple Podcasts, this will be uploaded. So for those of you who are they listening... They will things like this. You won't know what she's doing right now. <laughs> but suffice it to say, there isn't a smile on my face. I'm doing um, bite-sized bits of exercise. She's... I've been exercise snacking, because if you haven't got time to oh, do man. it in your... Sorry mark, for everyone listening. You just <laughs> let one go there. To that do was it awful. In, in your day, just jump out at any point and um, I think there'll do be, a couple of minutes. For any real sort of ardent fans, there'll be something quite funny to see it happen and then listen to it knowing what happened. What actually happened, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, Nadia, can you put your knickers back on? <laughs> Anyway, um, what you'll also hear, if you're only listening and you've only come to us on podcasts, is that we have a wonderful community of followers, subscribers, family guests, lovely people. Every now and then you get the old arsehole, but <laughs> everyone here we love. And so when you hear us saying random names like, I don't know, hello Lee Durren, or mm -hmm. hi Zoe, or good chip lollipop, or Faith Goodman, we're talking to the lovely people here. Are live with us on YouTube. But if you'd like to leave a comment, if you're listening on podcast, do you can comment too uh, below, mm -hmm. not above. Yeah. And um, so, what do we do here? So we yes, beam. Sum it up, baby. We beam live from our home. Um, and drink coffee. We, what we do is <clears throat> we got kind of sick of the rolling news, the you know the scroll of terror. Let's <laughs> call it. So what we do here is we have a look around the news. Um, we mostly do the big stories. We oh, touch yeah, yeah. on them. We touch on them all. But we're also looking for, for you know, the, the other stuff. The stuff that's just like the, the water cooler chat. Yeah, it might be a the show that's been stuff. on that sparks a debate. Yeah. It might be, you know, some sort of... Feet. It might be something that's in the press or culturally is in our lives like i don't know getting your body ready for the summer or it might be about mental health please a, god why yeah. did you say getting your body my most hated thing that is certainly something we would not cover hang on a minute we've covered it so many times what are you no, talking about no i have never said the words get your body ready for the summer we've t i'm not saying you suggest here we go <laughs> the other the other thing we do is we argue and we disagree and we bite at each other but sometimes we have sex so, you know, you what might want you might want to watch. Can I just pause you? Right. First of all, for those that don't know us, we <laughs> both have ADHD. <laughs> and one of the very big symptoms for some with ADHD is to always say the things that you shouldn't say. And Mark is that person. So, yeah. so for our regulars here, they know and they forgive him. If you're new and you don't forgive him, 
Please tell him and he might behave better. And if you're on a tube or you're driving or anything like that, knob jockey. Oh, Mark, please, now. Right. I, I want to say, right, look, what is going on here? People are buying memberships of people like lunatics. This is something that you can do on the YouTube channel, anyone listening. We won't be doing this every day, guys. This is just to kind of make people who do just come to the podcast understand. Podcasts. So, Stacey, oh, flipping ex, Stace. Stace, I'm worried about you. I'm worried about you. Yeah, I am. In a nice way. Don't take it personally, because I'm <laughs> in a nice way. And you I love you. Very, very generous. generous. But not only Stacey, we've also got Ellery, and we've also got Ashley, and we've also got Karen. Naughty, Thank but you. nice. Thank very you very much. Sweet. These are memberships that people have bought for other people. I put my shorts on yesterday and it was pretty damn hideous. That's all I'm going to say. Right. <laughs> I noticed a few irises in the garden wilt. But I put them on anyway because I am loving this hashtag, put, wear the damn shorts. Is that a hashtag? I was only cleaning up the garden and stuff. Yeah, it is, wear the damn shorts because so many women will not wear shorts, will not wear a sleeveless top. I can't think of because their shorts. arms aren't good enough, the legs aren't good enough, so they'll. A hot weekend will come like this and people will be dreading it because they're going to be covering everything up. I'm wearing so, my shorts. So just wear the damn shorts. I think women in shorts, this is an interesting topic. I'm thinking about this. Can I say something? Yes. I don't know if I like a woman in shorts. Well, it's not really about you. No, 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 I realise that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know if I do. I mean, this is hard to... See me? No. Was no this, is this no. directly after no. yesterday? After the first wearing of the shorts? They weren't nice shorts, though. Were no, they? they weren't. I mean, they were. I saw you look at them, and, and a little part of you died inside. They were very sort of British home stores, C and M. Nothing against BHS. No, but they were. They were like you know. But I literally put them on because I was sitting inside a green, infested spa that I was cleaning. Mm. So they were just disgusting, but it was funny because mm. as I walked out, you could see Mark going, oh my God, is this the future? I suppose it's weird. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Yes, is this the future? So, may so maybe there's going to be another hashtag saying, hashtag don't wear the damn, damn, don't, don't wear, the, wear shorts. the shorts. Damn, don't wear the shorts. It's not that I don't think shorts suit people. I just don't, I can't. <laughs> I'm not, me? I just don't, I don't know, shorts. I can't think of many women who wear shorts. It's because you don't mix in those circles anymore, don't you? I, I mean, you, you, you're hot, women who play women, tennis, well, no, they don't wear shorts. Women in hot pants, that part of your life's gone. Those are shorts. Yes. I saw a trailer for Fast and the Furious the other day. Fast and the Spurious. Um, and they have very, very short pants on. Right. Let's move on now. So, first of all, we cannot go any further without talking about dear, dear Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Oh, my God. I... Loved Tina Turner. What about mm. you? We've never had a conversation we, about Well, Tina. we actually have. I, I, and I think I've said before, I was never a fan. Oh, that's right. Um, I, 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 of her style. Of her style. But I love her story. And her as a person. And I love her. Yeah, her. And she looked and she appeared in, in every interview and in every scenario. She would just seem like an absolutely wonderful, wonderful woman. My sisters um, and I used to just desperately try and do impersonations of her we would we you know we that because it was so unique the mm. way she sang was the way she held the microphone the way she stomped and, about, she and we would end up in absolute hysterics she'd sort of stomp because we would just we would just look over where she would always just look so powerful wouldn't she mm. i think of the 80s kind of you know there were the whitney houston's of the 80s i think if i was mm. to choose i think what i liked about tina turner 
was that she sort of went towards rock yeah. as much as she did. You know, it wasn't like, when I think of Tina Turner, I think of rock songs. Um, yeah, like, I wonder what you do to that Brian Adams. I remember yeah, that. when she'd Brian sing Adams, and she'd, she'd literally, leap onto the do you remember she'd literally have to almost yeah. brace her entire body? Because yeah. yeah. what was going to come out was so enormous, her but rib cage. I, but I would suggest, was it difficult just subliminally for men, her, the way she performed? Because the way that she performed wasn't sort of... No, Gritty, no, you're absolutely right. Like very feminine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to say masculine, but there was something that was very powerful, almost confrontational physically about the way that she moved around the stage and the way she. And it was, it was just because whenever she spoke, well, she was no. incredibly well, gentle. This, and that's and, the contrast. Yeah, that was the contrast. And mm. I think the most recent time I saw her talk is about a year ago in an interview. Was there mm. another film about her? Wasn't there a remake? And I actually felt incredibly sad because the, the, the interviewer asked her again about Ike. And she was very gracious. Is it Ike? I thought it was Ike. Is it Ike? Or Ike? Yeah, it is Ike. Ike. Yeah. Tina and Ike. Ike. Yeah. Ike asked her about Ike. And she just, you saw her just gather herself with mm. such dignity mm. and said, you know, it's so sad. I always have to talk about him. And I was saying to you this morning, wasn't I? Mm. You know, she became this poster girl for domestic violence that she didn't want to be. And in a weird way, the, the way that everyone's been since about that is actually very misogynistic because in a way, every interview she did, she had to discuss that. Well, it, it was like, he don't define this woman by this monster. He hadn't necessarily defined her like that. I mean, he'd, no. he'd been unforgivably awful to her. But, I mean, you're right. I think what the press had done was she had... she Her story... I mean, I think it was born of a good intention. Mm. Her story well. was one of, um, you know, overcoming all sorts of obstacles and being able to escape the kind of, you know, the, the clutches abuse. of the most horrendous Horrific. sort of abuse. And, yeah. of course, they had, you know, many hits together and what have you. And this is what was fascinating about her life. She had so many different incarnations. Mm. She had that whole chapter with Ike, Ike, Ike mm. Turner. She and then of course she had the whole sort of nineteen eighties sort of time and Thunderball. And, no, and no, yeah, Mad Max Beyond Mad Thunderdome. Max. We posted Love on the Popcorn film. Junkies, yeah. absolutely. And she played Auntie Entity. And I think what George Miller did that was very clever in that film was he tapped into with her star status because she wasn't an actress mm. he tapped into the very thing you're talking about which was a because she, she was the antagonist in it she was yeah, the villain she was brilliant you know she was strong she was powerful sexy but not sexualized you know what i mean and i think i think you're right i think because if you think at the same time i'm trying to think of another pop star that was sort of aggressive sexual or, or powerful sexually and it was madonna but that was all about sex that was all mm. about sort of the suggestion of promiscuity and this and that and the other. Whereas with, with Tina Turner, it wasn't, was it? It was just power. It was power. And it was almost like the way that she, it was like an anthem of survivorship. She was a survivor. Mm. She just like, she but just. You're right, she got hijacked. And, right? and, and it got hijacked. And, mm. you know, as we know that, you know, the press can be so disingenuous. You know, the way they get the question in about the domestic abuse is to say that you're helping others. But actually, it's just that mm. it's that voyeuristic mm. need to pick over somebody's sad story. There should have been a point where it was just left Yeah, but the other, thing, the other thing that the press do, I mean, you know, people often talk about typecasting when it comes to acting or performing or, or the type of music that you, you sing. Mm. But there's also typecasting 
for what you are in your life. So, you know, she that is what she is. And so no, no reporter is ever going to report or go beyond or around what, what that was. But an interesting fact, which is interesting about the cyclical nature of domestic abuse, she, her mother walked out on her when she was 11. Um, and the reason her mother walked out, because you hear that and you go, Jesus. Mm -hmm. But the reason her mother walked out on her was because her father was domestically abusing her mother. So her mother escaped. So she was born in that, in, into that, into that oh, sort of environment. And then obviously that environment sort of followed her in a sense. To the point that her latest husband, as we were reading this oh, morning. Oh my God, I love She described this. him as the most, the, he had the most beautiful face. I saw him, I just knew. He was much younger than, well not much younger, he was younger than her. He was a, an executive, wasn't he, at EMI. Together and, for 38 years. And there is no example of love more than, what did he do? He gave her his kidney. Quite something. Something. So she was, yeah, it, it, it was, it was a, such a good story for him mm. then for 38 years. And she said that, what was that beautiful line that I read out to you this morning that I loved about the way that he loved her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, she said there was no jealousy. There was no competitiveness. He just, oh, sorry, I thought you were getting it up no, for me, I so I could it. read it. <laughs> no, I've got so many, I wouldn't know where to start. Um, and, and that he just, he just 100% allowed me to be me. I'm massively yeah, yeah, paraphrasing yeah, 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 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sense. thought, oh my God, that must have been so lovely. After that level of control mm. and abuse, and of course, mm. Ike was so jealous of her and mm. all these things. Mm. And it's not often that somebody that's, that's gone through something like that then manages to have a right really person. good you know relationship yeah, so yeah. she was a genius i think she was a true performer astonishing voice what i mean how old was she you know yeah. performing at the same level really yeah, throughout yeah. i must say i did used to look at her and think your knees how can your knees be taking it that stomping in those heels she was a stomper because my knees i can't stomp at no, all now no, she was a i mean stomper. i had a bit of a dance last friday my knee i'm still paying for it for yeah, my knee it was like the knees. marathon it was like after you ran the marathon you couldn't walk you were hobbling, <laughs> you were hobbling. Um, so rest in peace dear i just dear wanted Tina to read Turner. this out yeah oh, yes, this was her last instagram post which i think she posted two months ago and she said this, my kidneys are victims of my not realising oh. that my high blood pressure should have been treated with conventional medicine. I've put myself in great danger oh. by refusing to face the reality that I need daily lifelong therapy with medication. For far too long, oh. I believed that my body was an untouchable and indestructible bastion. Oh my God. And what did I say to you this morning? Mm. What did I say to you this morning? I was so Bad annoyed because... Our GP, I'm taking it personally. She's now. on her phone now. I'm just, I'm just reading you my text. Because I keep getting these, right? Mm. Dear Miss Sawala, I'm following up on the email I sent to Dada regarding... Oh, no, not this. While, whilst Nadia's reading this out... <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. Just tell us what your favourite Tina Turner song is. Just write it down here. Oh, people, yeah. Pe so, people. Pe sorry, people, I thought you meant me. <laughs> uh, reminder of your high blood pressure awareness event on Wednesday the 31st at the like Salvation Army. I keep getting it. I said to Mark, it's so making like... me feel so old. They sent it to me again today. But what am I... I'm being ridiculous. What? Know, it's not it, about It's Comic-Con this weekend. Is this like a blood pressure <laughs> event at the, Ed at the Excel Centre? where <laughs> you, you can be any age and get high blood pressure. Well, I, of course, I, I did, Dancing on Ice, I did to Proud Mary. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Wow. I mean, Torval and Dean chose it, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, here's um, some, of our, some of our other classics just before we move on. River Deep Mountain High. Oh, my God, I played that 
five million times. Proud Mary. <coughs> that Phil Spector album. Nutbush City Nut Limits. Nutbush City Limits. Let's it. Stay Together. Oh my God. I'm with play Heaven more 17. Today. Uh, apparently, it was when she appeared on What's The Tube. So when she appeared on the tube, do you remember that Channel Four yeah. show that she kind of got her resurgence back really? in the eighties? What's love got to do? Private dancer. Every one of these and is a private dancer. All right, let's not go too far. Dancing scene, it for is money. No, no, that's enough. That's enough. Okay. We don't need another hero. Come on. We don't need another hero. She's covering her mouth to protect the mic. <laughs> Uh, the best, simply the best. Oh, everyone. steamy windows, and of course, I didn't realise she did oh. the um, she did the theme tune to oh, Goldeneye. I'm really sorry, James Bond. But I've got to go to the loo. I'm not even joking. Sorry. I'll be back in a sec. Carry on. Uh, for those of you listening, she's been urgently called to the toilet um, <laughs> in a curious fashion. I can't pick a <laughs> I can't pick a favourite. Says Ellen. I. <laughs> <laughs> Nads, steamy windows. Where? Where? Nads is off. Shush. Nads is. Shush. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Thank Christ, we don't have a radio mic on her. <laughs> Hang on, close the door. Squeaky bum. Oh, what a wonderful. For those of you listening. There you go. So anyway, anyway, no, on a more serious note, that that's Tina Turner remembered tragically. Missed. Only 83, only 83. So many good songs, aren't there? So many good songs. As I say, I mean, she wasn't my, it wasn't my cup of tea, but you couldn't help but admire or notice her. Uh, was, she, was she in Live Aid? I think she might have uh, appeared at Live Aid as well. Um, so yeah, those are our 10 top songs. What else? <laughs> Squeaky bum moment, uh, everyone's saying in the in the live chats here. Um, too much water, Clodo. Yeah, you're right. Close the door, Mark. <laughs> it's all the talk about private dancers, says Lee Durant, that sent Nadia off to the toilet. These things do happen, Danielle. You're absolutely right. Um, when you have to go, you have to go, says Laura Nichols. Tina Turner would fully respect that. Um, <laughs> okay, are we all right? Everyone said, when you've got to get, it's all the talk of private dancer. She was a true rock star. We did hear it on the news yesterday. Was that a song? We did hear it on the news yesterday. What did we hear on the news? I don't know. Uh, Sammy Jamar wasn't a huge fan, but can appreciate how iconic she was, yeah. says Jennifer Winter. <clears throat> okay, I don't know if anyone else saw, but Ron DeSantis... <laughs> or Ron DeSantimonious, Ron, <laughs> Ron DeSantimonious... Uh, launched his presidential campaign or his attempt to beat Donald Trump to become the leader of the, or the yeah, the leader of the Republican Party, or the representative or candidate for the Republican Party. Uh, Ron DeSantis launched his his bid rather misguidedly with Elon Musk's help. Uh, Elon said, let's do it on Twitter and let's do the first time where we've done a really mass live, a sort of feed, if you like, an audio feed. Uh, and it was, I mean, I had my alert on and I was waiting for it to start. They got to 500,000, half a million, which in and of itself, you think, well, that's not an awful lot, is it? Half a million, go live. And did anyone hear it? It became an absolute shit show. It, it, it crashed. They started to sound like aliens. Oh, no. Then it went off. Then Elon Musk had to phone up a tech guy and say, Terry... Can you give us some more <laughs> bandwidth? No, do you actually still... Literally, you had to call in, more bandwidth, oh went down, God. and then eventually it came back up and they had about 40,000 listeners. 
Of course, Donald Trump, who is in all sorts of shit, let's face it, in all sorts of civil courts and cases and all that kind of stuff, um, he was, he's loving it. He's, oh, he's absolutely God. loving it. But What did he say? Well, I'm going to share what he said in a minute. He said, well, one of the things he, he says is, run to sanctimonious. He needs a personality transplant. <laughs> <laughs> he's a traitor. He's a twitter. What a twitter. Um, so Donald Trump absolutely loving it. He, he labelled DeSantis disloyal. Person, he needs a personality transplant. Look, Ron, Rob the Sanctimonious came to me asking for help. He was losing badly by 31 points. He was getting ready to drop out of the race God, and run a terrible campaign. But anyway, so this plays directly into <clears throat> Trump's playbook, right? And so, of course, the chat now is that he's claiming, you know, DeSantis is claiming that he broke the internet, which is a little bit embarrassing. Mm. when it was 40,000 in the end. Oh, dear. So did he get anywhere in the end? He got some stuff What out. did he... I mean, he said what's... he's going to build the wall. He, he's, <laughs> he's taken all my best... He's taken, basically, he's taken all of Trump's policies. He's not building a wall. He says he's going to continue building the wall. Well, that, not that that was his best well, he's policy. He's going to try, try to keep building the wall. He's going to continue to build the bigly wall. The internet broke him. Oh, my God. Yeah. You've got to open your mouth like, like a cat's arse. Arse. But anyway, yeah, so Donald Trump absolutely lapping it up. Um, uh, I'm trying to find some of his, his other comments. Uh, would, Trump mocked the launch uh, as glitch-ridden audio went into server meltdown. And, and Trump posted, wow, the sanctimonious Twitter launch is a disaster. His whole campaign will be a disaster. Watch, he said on his own social media platform. So, um so yeah, I think I think unfortunately it will have done a huge disservice to DeSantis. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna do well. No. I think it's gonna. He's gonna be viewed as incompetent Doesn't already. Well. Already. Nads, tell us about Shakira. <laughs> God, do you remember when Tom Cruise was on Oprah Winfrey years ago? <laughs> I do. And um, he he had fallen in love with Katie. Was it Owens? What's that actress's name that he was married to? Not Katie Perry. No, Holmes. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Yeah. And he leapt up on all fours almost on the Oprah, uh, Oprah oh. sofa. And I think it did him more damage than almost anything else. It's because it was possibly the most ick thing you've ever seen. Do you remember it, guys? Did it's, you get the ick? It's possibly one of the most lasting impressions I have of him because he he wasn't just he didn't just jump on the sofa, he was bouncing up and down well, on no, it but like he a went, toddler. But he went from like sitting up and like like a praying like a frog, he landed. So it yeah. was very odd. And um yeah, they're saying people saying they remember. And it was such an egg, yes, pink lady, absolutely awful. Just, just jumping gross. on the sofa, yeah. Yeah, completely weird. Um well I don't know if, I think it was last week, there was rumours and that, that he and Shakira had got together. There's photos of them at the Grand Prix Formula in Miami. Yeah. Uh, Formula One, I think that's cars, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Your Formula Two, babe. Yeah, and so, like, I imagine he's then people and all the things that we've ever heard about. Um, yeah, someone's people Tom to someone Cruise, else's people. Then put out that there was something going on between them. Yeah. Well, apparently, Shakira was just is just astonished by this. She, you know, she had a perfectly nice chat with him. She thought he was lovely. You know, she's admired his work. Um, but that was it. 
But apparently he went to his people like straight away after was like, there's a connection. I know there's a connection. And so apparently, uh, sources say, she's had to beg him to stop. Yeah, apparently he says he was because absolutely she's not interested. mesmerised. Mesmerised and there was a connection. Mesmerised. So she's not having any of it. She mm. don't fancy him and she wants him to bog off. She was just being friendly. She's flattered but not interested, the source says. And it just got me thinking. It was so funny yesterday. I was listening to our daughters in the garden. Um, one of them was saying, t- talking to the other one about how her friend had come up with a new itch. Oh my God, you won't believe it. Uh-uh. Never mention any of their names. So, get, told me about an ick that I'd never thought of. And our other daughter went, oh, what? She goes, well, so a boy drops a coin, like a 20 pence piece, and then he low level tries to go uh. after it and catch it. This is two teams, you know, and the other daughter goes, Oh, God, yeah, no, gross, gross. It's funny it you should say so that. It was so funny because I thought, I know what they mean. That's There's an unwritten right. rule in male chat, oh, which is, is there? you don't chase the coin. Oh, don't ever. Especially chase when you bite the piece because it will, it's going to go weird. Well, because especially yeah, if you do it too early. If, you're gonna, if you really need to chase the coin, Stop it wait, with your foot. Well, either you do it with great, huge masculine stomp. But more often than not, it's got away from you. And if you go chasing it with your foot, that's even worse. Because you're... Oh, I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ, okay. No, but the best, best tip for chasing the coin is just let it roll and glide to a halt. And and if you really need it, just make a mental note and get it later. (laughs) But never, never chase the coin. Imagine if you're seen later by the girl at the bus stop, though. Never, it's, it's true. I seem to, you know, you've got to, yeah. I was saying to Nads, the only other exception to that is when it's a pound coin, especially if you're a man of a certain age, because of course that's your trolley coin, isn't it, at the supermarket? I think that's quite it. If you're thinking about the trolley. Well, you'd rather I was thinking about that rather than the fact that Shakira's hit single is The Hips Don't Lie, because that's <laughs> conjuring all sorts of things for me. But then they were going on and about, yeah, so they go low level. He goes low level to try and get it. But then he, like, runs away with his feet. So he's sort of falling over himself. I was around the corner listening. It really did make me laugh. Yeah, someone's just saying there, do you remember when Tom Cruise banned Katie Holmes from making any noise during labour? Yes. I do. That's a Scientology thing. Have have any of you watched the the ultimate Scientology film, movie? Mm. It is an absolute must-watch, isn't it? It's really long, but mm. my God, I was gripped for every minute of it. it was so so many people. I mean, I do. It's like Simon Pegg was recently in the press talking about his relationship with Tom Cruise and how he never mentioned Scientology. I wonder whether Tom Cruise is aware that his Scientology thing is the thing that people are most suspicious of. And so the way he copes with it is he laughs, smiles, and chatters insatiably and ferociously quickly. So no one can get a word in about Scientology. Everyone must just look at... I mean, I look at him and think, well, something's working for him. Well, it could be the fact that Top Gun made zillions, bazillions, gazillions. But, um, but weren't you wanting to talk about how do you get rid of someone who's heavily flirting? Well, how difficult... What do you do? No, it was just that weird thing, and I often will have this conversation with our girls. You know, they'll be chattering away, telling me about some boy that's a friend or something, and I'll say, mm, be careful, they, I, it sounds like they might like you. Oh, no, they don't. And I was, I, I was having this conversation with the other, them the other day. I said, God, this is so classic that when you don't fancy someone at all and you're young, mm. you just have no concept that they fancy you. Mm. And nine times out of ten, I'm right. Because yeah. then down the road, they'll say, oh, I 
thought I, thought I liked him. I went, yep, I know, because when a girl feels, when you're young and you feel really comfortable with a boy, you'll just, you know, because I'll say, well, be careful being yeah. that nice and be careful because he might get the, you know, and he's like, oh, no, it's just like my brother and hugging and kissing mm. and hold their hand because there's no attraction there. Mm. And, of course, then the poor person, and it can work the other way, of course, thinks that, oh, there is something much more meaningful going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But letting down unrequited love is just the worst feeling, isn't it? If somebody you can but, see feels something for you and you don't, and it's just like, oh god, how a, do I let them down? You, but you, sometimes you sort of think, how can this person not get the not get the hint? So of course I read a story like that and I think, oh come on, Tom, she must have made it pretty obvious. And is there does that mean that, he, that should we assume that he's just arrogant enough to think she would fancy him and that's why he's persisting and pushing well we don't know because we don't know the ins and outs of any of this but i think there's something in that line that he went to his people and yes. said he felt a really strong, strong connection, connection. well word. the thing connect is connect gardening. means two things need to meet yeah and fit yeah. you can't have a connection without another connection coming the other way which leads us quite nicely onto our little Love Island story, which I thought was quite interesting. I'm feeling nice a connection. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, yeah. a connection. Feeling a connection. Okay, well, on that note... I just let's... thought this was a bit interesting on yeah. that, from the whole mental health perspective. Mm. of Because <laughs> years ago, when I was in Celebrity Big Brother and the, and the psychiatrist came to see me beforehand, mm. I think in the old days it was very much, let's see if you're mad enough to do this. And then they'd yes. tick and say, yeah, she's definitely yes. mad enough. Let her in. But I think because there has been so many tragedies and so much, you know, yeah, a lot of well, more look. awareness, actually. Mm -hmm. And that's why, though we watch programmes like Love Island because we just we just love to watch Ooh. shit TV, actually. Yeah. Um, we find it's on... We don't drink wine at night, so we watch shit TV and it de-stresses mm. us. But we're really mindful. When I think back to when we first used to watch Love Island... And we'd be like, oh, God, and you'd be having so many constant opinions on people. And now I don't. Mm. I will a bit, like I do my lives, but I'm really mindful not to go into somebody because you really can, you really cannot have any idea what it's like to be in that hyper-focused situation with multiple cameras on 24-7 for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, and I think that... I'm not, it's I'm, great that there is so much more um, attention given to the yeah, mental health of these people now. But I just want to say, I, th I do think I do think a program like Love Island presents a real dilemma for people mm. online and on social media because, you know, and I'm, this isn't I'm not being an apologist here for obvious trolls and what have you, but it's encouraging you to have this content is encouraging you to have strong opinions on yes. people, and I think we felt it with Married at First Sight. And I find myself, you know, very often being drawn up to... So I had very strong opinions on certain characters within Married at First Sight, say, or Love Island or what have you. And then going to voice them, which is all part of the chit-chat. Everyone's doing this for likes and traffic and content and da-da-da-da-da profiles. If you... It's very hard for mo for a lot of people to stay the right side of not sounding critical. And what mm. to one person is light-hearted bants, again, becomes to another person something that might home in on, something they've always been sensitive about, and da-da-da-da-da, and then, and then it spirals. Well, I so, think if you think of it like, how I would I hard. feel if somebody was writing this about my child? 
No, but I, I that's, think what, that's that's the law. That's the rule, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I do in terms of myself, but, but I think but in the terms analysis of resolve, is just delicious. And I'm analysis, like, between the yeah, two yeah. of us, we will analyse into the deepest, deepest depths of it. Because we're quite sad fucks, really. Yeah. Um, but I think you Speak have to be yourself. so mindful about what you put out online. But well, anyway, the, so. the, these are these are new rules, social media rules, and other rules, and 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 duty of care kind of uh, provisions that are being put in place by the producers of Love Island. Uh, the uh, summer, the summer version. One of them is social media training, and this is going to be a ban on any of the contestants' families or friends running their social media accounts. This is to prevent people sort of, you know, trolling them and attacking them and content going up. Because I think a lot of families operate as them, don't they? Mm. Once, once they go mm. in, so they're going to. And then they're not. And then they're not at all mm. versed in how to deal with. Trolls, you know, no. you get into the thing of like answering a troll, you're in a mess. Yeah. You never answer them, yeah, yeah. you just block them. Like, and, and what's um, good about this is that the producers mm. and the team have liaised and worked with former contestants. I like that. This for I me like is good that. Uh, in terms of, you know, and so former Islanders have backed these changes, these changes in terms of, you know, sort of making new contestants aware. Um, and then and then also teaching them how to deal with it and manage it once they come out, the potential possibly of maybe having someone who's a... Um, a moderator of some form to kind of just put a little kind of bit of a buffer zone between them and the coverage that they get once they come out, obviously. They're talking about um, the comprehensive psychological support that they're going to get in there. They have a two-week period before they enter the villa, apparently, uh, where they learn how to cope with being filmed for 24 hours a day, seven days but a week. nothing so, will prepare you. So once That's they're in I'm there, saying. they'll have already done two weeks. They'll have already done two weeks of something similar. Um, they provide support not just to the contestants but to the family members in terms of social media. It's funny though, isn't it? I think I was talking about this a few weeks ago. When I years ago, when I first went into EastEnders, and they do this big chat. They did this big chat with me. You know, you know, you do understand that. You know, the, we want the audience to know your faces if you're one of their family members. You'll be mm. shot in close up for the first year. You don't change a single thing. So everybody, will you? You know. You know, you've got to understand that this is the level. Mm. At that time, it was like, I think it was about 14, 15 million people. Mm. And I went, yeah, 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 that will be fine. And they, they do. Mm. And of course, nothing, nothing prepares. prepares. Same actually with Big Brother when they yeah, gave yeah. me the big chat. And I went, oh, God, I'm going to be fine. Oh, no, don't be silly. And of course, it wasn't fine. It was yeah. really tough. So I think that they're doing, it sounds like here that they've got a proper framework, a proper plan, but you still can't. Yeah. You still can't prepare. And what I think is interesting about this is this is this should be the same kind of attention for all young people in social media. You mm. need to be having this conversation. Yeah. You know, you know, don't get into it with trolls, you know, mindful of... But the other, the other really good thing that they're doing is all islanders, before they go in, will complete video training and guidance prior to going in around things such as microaggressions and the ways mm. in which misogyny and, mm. uh, you know, whatever the reverse is, can creep in, you know, toxic, toxic femininity, <clears throat> excuse me, toxic masculinity, almost like a sort of health and safety awareness video. I mean, I think that's really but good. I wonder if I this think is something really that could be... And Women's Aid have said that this is really good. A good but, but why a good can't move. they put this in schools? I was going to say, I mean, maybe Jesus, this... why do you have to go on Love Island to get all this? No, no, but, but, um, but, but wouldn't that be amazing if out of that, yeah. out of this, that did become something that I was, totally was agree. pushed out I further. totally agree. So there you go. So I think... Uh, producers taking taking the responsibility seriously there, which is good. So, guys, thank you. Whether you are at home with us on YouTube, looking at the pair of us, or whether you're listening on podcast, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. 
I need um, another coffee now. Yeah, I need another coffee as well. And so, Nadia is now going to pop her knickers back on for those of you who are listening. So anyone who's listening, whether on YouTube or on podcast, please subscribe. It really, It's really nice for us to see how many people and share because it's nice to bring more people into this community. And we love you lots like Jelly Tots. See you tomorrow. And also, by the way, lots of people notifying us that we were indeed in the channel for Johnny Depp, Amber Heard documentary quite a bit of us reacting to yeah, all of our stuff around the trial. Yeah, so we, we must go and check that joking. out at some point. Anyway, guys, you. You have a lovely day. <laughs>